Welcome back to Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host, Grandma Gail. If you can give us a review, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, write a little comment, or just subscribe to us on Spotify, download our episodes, that would help a lot. Uh, Thanks for being back with us. We have had a lot of guests on recently. I'm happy to be doing a solo episode, just the two of us, to answer a bunch of questions that you've sent in and just do a general catch up on what we've been up to. Well, we're exhausted because we've we've been flying and flying in itself has been a new experience because the airports are jammed with people. Um, you had a long wait coming down. I didn't have a long wait, but I had a, a, a packed plane uh, in the middle of the week coming from New York down to Florida. And I was surprised. I don't know. I guess maybe I, I forgot the people are all moving around again, which yeah. is wonderful. Have you enjoyed me staying with you for the holidays? Oh, I think Thanksgiving was fun. Of course, the weather in Florida was was terrible. Uh, But the weather, I think, all over the country was terrible. There were storms in the Midwest, and there was uh, cold in the uh, the Northeast, and the South has been raining. So uh, the perfect winter was last winter as far as the weather. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was all the masks we wore (laughs) that kept all the germs away. But people are getting sick, and people are coughing, and uh, I see every Everybody washing their hands constantly with the the soap dispensers that are all over the place down in Florida, as they were in New York as well. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it'll keep some of the germs away from everybody. Yeah. So now uh, I feel that in the winter, there's less things to do for date night than just go to for a restaurant. And it was hard for me, you know, when it's dark so early to even want to leave the house and do anything. Well, I know. Well, it gets dark. You know, don't forget we're we're we've reversed the time because they they still think we're farmers, so we have to get up early. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so the farmers can sow their uh, plants, which is so ridiculous, really archaic. But we still do it, so we move the clocks back. I'm getting up every morning at four thirty-five o'clock, so I feel like I'm up before the roosters. That's ridiculous. I, I can know still it's sleep ridiculous. till like ten thirty. I'm not having a problem with that or anything. I just by the end of the day, the last thing I want to do is go out into the dark cold I know it gets dark really early yeah. but you know that's what happens but you in know the what I feel like I also enjoy my date nights in I actually cooked the other day oh what'd you make Let's uh hear. this last time I cooked honestly was <laughs> the last episode we did about cooking this time a year ago on a date right and I would say this was disaster part two why? What and happened? I, I, did I, oh, I haven't even told you this. What happened? Well, so, now we're, we're divulging it to all our viewers, so let's hear. Okay, so as you guys might know, I'm not a huge cook. I love food, but I'm more of an ordering type gal. Fine. I was thinking, okay, I'm going to be cute and surprise my boyfriend with cooking. Uh, he also loves to order in, so it hasn't been an issue. But... I was like, okay, I'm going to make, I know there's like this good salmon dish that my mom makes and I'm just going to do that. And for some, and it wasn't like such a difficult thing or anything. I honestly, the food was fine that I, like last time, the the date that I told the food was disgusting that I made this, the food was actually fine. And he walked in, he, I was like, I cooked. He was like, that's so nice. Like so grateful. And then I was like, I made salmon and his face just like dropped. And he was like. Because the guy hates fish. Yeah, but I didn't really realize that. Well, I think I think he's a meat and potato guy. Yeah. So he I mean, loves meat, but so I didn't know that loving meat meant that you didn't like fish. All right. Okay. Well. So what? What so did you do? So he ordered in. 
ordered in again. Oh my god. No, gosh. I mean I ate what I made and he ordered in, but I just felt so sad about it. All right. But at least this time the food was good. So you're, yeah. you're getting better. <laughs> you can invite me over. I would have eaten the other half of the salmon. I love it. True. So the two of us also just did this wine class um where we basically had uh, three full days, 9.30 to 5.30, of just learning about different types of wine, the region. Uh, oh, if you guys remember, I kind of got into this when I went on the Napa or the California trip earlier this summer that we talked about. Uh, and I'm not that that into wine, but I think it's a cool thing to know about just for life. It's so hard to know all these regions and stuff. We had to take a standardized test. I was surprised that actually they didn't zero in on one region, uh, like uh, either the California. No, uh, because if you're, let's say you're a, a waiter in a restaurant and you need this certification, you can't only know about one place. No, I understand that. But, but, a, but wine itself is such a major, major industry today and so many regions mm -hmm. have wonderful wines. I mean, from Australia to Chile to California to uh, all of Europe. I mean, everybody's got a vineyard someplace. So it's really a giant task. I don't know how you learned it all in four, in four sessions. Uh, well, I really didn't. I kind of crammed. I haven't studied like that since college. And I barely studied, by the way. But just saying, you know, trying to memorize and sit down and do that, like the work that we do now is just so different. Well, meanwhile, your grandfather tested you on a bunch of stuff uh, last night while we were eating dinner and you got all the right answers. I so. know the basics. Well, that's so that's more than enough. That's yeah. more than enough. All I know is whether it's smooth or yeah. it's it it hurts my my uh, throat. Like Those are my or two high alcohol, yeah. Uh, my my big thing is really a margarita, so I think they're all smooth when you have a margarita. By the second margarita, you don't know what you're but drinking. You like margaritas? I love them. Never seen you drink that. Well, I don't like to show my children that I'm drinking anything because I usually end up falling asleep halfway through the second. I've seen one. you drink a pina colada. Well, that I love, but that it has to be a warm climate to drink right. a pina colada. You have to be basking, you know, on a you're on a beach chair of in course. some beautiful island or uh, where it's really eighty degrees and and the sun is out. How funny would it be actually if you went on a date in New York City and he got a whiskey and you were like, "Can I have a pina colada?" I, I don't even think anybody in New York get, has a pina colada. Probably I think that's, not. That's a tropical drink. I, you I know think what? They would laugh. There's this restaurant that is Jamaican. In, oh, well, they would have it then. It's so fun. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on the name of it. But, oh, Miss Lily's. Okay. It's so fun. And they have pina coladas. Then we're there. going. Yeah. As soon as I come back to the city <laughs> next, I'm going back in two weeks. We're going down there for a pina. It'll probably be snowing. And I'll be wearing yeah. a down coat. <laughs> and so I'm going to order a pina colada. That's so funny. We but definitely I definitely should. like that with a slice of pineapple. That sounds great. Obviously, now when it's cold out in the city and you might not want to really leave. I was thinking about this because when I was single, I was going on dates a lot and like forcing yourself to go out in cold weather and do that can kind of like be annoying but I feel like I would encourage people still to do it but dating apps are getting weirder and weirder now you know now you there's a feature you can upload your voice so people can hear what you sound like on your profile. Kimmy, you know I still don't believe in the dating apps. This is something we discuss. And actually, a lot of the um, guests that we've had on, young and old, all don't really like it. They all say the setups are, are the way to go. Because people on dating apps, you really still, I you can't convince me about how they're, they're um, 
looked into to make sure that they're all on the up and the up and up makes me a little nervous but I know you like them so um, you can cross reference on every form of social media google the person make right. sure you have mutual friends that's not what I'm worried about I just think that access is amazing like if you waited to be set up you would go on one date a year well, maybe that'd be the date you'd get married to. No, I hate every setup I've ever been on. Oh, well, you know what? I think you're a little too fussy. But anyway, um, I, I think that you have to realize that winter is here. You put on a heavy scarf and a really warm coat and boots and you go out. There's so much to do now in the city. Broadway is back and there's no reason. I, I Have you seen Six yet? Are you, no, that's the show to, I think to see really because it's a rock, it's a rock show about Henry VIII's wives yeah, and know. the music and the singing is fabulous, and uh, I have to say the Jasper John show at the Whitney for those who it. haven't seen it, oh my God, isn't that fabulous? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much really that's happening in the city. Okay, so one big thing that I want to talk about during this episode is obviously the holidays are coming up um for better or for worse for better or for worse what's the worst well it's some um, for a lot of people it's depressing they miss loved ones um they also don't have somebody perhaps to celebrate with mm-hmm. or they don't have a partner or a boyfriend or a girlfriend and uh, so it isn't easy for everybody holiday time yeah. certainly new year's is always a dreadful night even yeah. if you have a partner because it's always built up expectations yeah, I, I, it's so I think it's it's there's good parts of the holiday, which is family and, uh, you know, joyousness and giving mm-hmm. to each other. Uh, and uh, listen, your your brother today went for a pizza and he saw some unfortunate people that were homeless sitting next to the pizza place and he bought them two extra pies and gave he it to did? them. did? Yes, he did. So he did holiday cheer even before the holiday. So, um, you know, I think what we have to learn is how to give to each other in these times because there's a lot of stress going around. And I think also a lot of people still haven't gotten over the t- pandemic uh, nerves. They're still nervous. They are, they are gotten a great deal of stress in their lives. And they have to now hopefully uh, with a little good music and and, and sort of uh, some pleasant uh, listening to our podcast, people can unwind a little. Yeah. And let's talk about, let's say for the holidays, you're going to spend it with your significant other's family. Okay. This could be tricky. What are you wearing? What gift are you bringing them? Let's say you're just going for dinner. I think it would be nice to ask your hosts, uh, could I bring something? Uh, something I'll make, either a, either a, a bag of cookies or uh, bring some fresh pears or, so, or a tart or anything that might be holiday inspired. Or a lot of people love, love to make cards of all sorts. And that's pretty also for the holidays. People can be very creative. Uh, You know, that Michael's um, craft store is not in business for nothing. People love to create things. And this is the perfect time of year to make that little extra special card or gift for somebody else that doesn't cost a lot and means something uh, when you bring it over. I do think you should come in 
uh, with something. Don't come in empty-handed to somebody's house. Uh, it could even be a jar of uh, of uh, of olives or uh, olive oil or even, you know, a, a bottle of wine since basically you took this wine class. So if you liked a bottle of wine that, uh, that you sipped, I think you could bring that as a gift as well. Mm-hmm. And then what would you wear to meet them? What would I wear? Well, I think that's very, you know, it depends. I think today everybody is very casual. If it had been <laughs> maybe when I was first meeting my in-laws, I would wear a little dress. Uh, we certainly wouldn't have been wearing sweatpants or casual, uh, high, uh, you know, uh, sloppy shoes and, and all these Birkin fur line little flip-flops that everybody's wearing now. Um, I I think that it's still nice if you're going to someone's house for dinner, put on a nice pair of pants and a sweater um, or or a nice skirt and boots and a a casual sweater or even a pretty dress if you have it. I mean, it depends how how dressy the other, the family is. You know, everybody has rules. Some families are still very formal at holiday times Mm -hmm. and some people are not. So you really have to get a feel of that from your significant other yeah and I, I mean i feel like you can kind of wear anything like leather pants and a sweater or a oh skirt that's true and, or a leather skirt and a sweater or even jeans and a sweater like if it's casual but i just always feel like being a little bit on the side of modesty is oh well i don't think you should be wearing uh, something cut down to your navel yeah, no and props. i don't think a guy should be coming with his shirt unbuttoned to his uh to his belt buckle right, I, right. I, there has to be a little decorum you are you are meeting a family you are with a family they're probably people from an older generation going to be there as well and uh so being erring on the side of being a little bit conservative wouldn't be so terrible right Okay, so let's say you're meeting the parents. It's not the first time. You've met them before. Two questions. One, do you have to bring a gift? Uh, I think somebody, if somebody invites you for dinner at their home, then I think a small token is always appropriate. It can yeah. be a, it, whatever it is, a, a bag of can, a little box of candy, a little, a, anything, anything that you go out and get or that you make yourself. You don't have to, you know, make a fuss about it. But mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's a nice thing to do. They are yeah. asking you over and going out of their way and extending an invitation. And I think you should take a little effort and, and bring a little gift. Okay. Two, what if you don't like them? Or do you have any tips on kind of how you can behave? I think if you it? don't like your future in-laws well, you or your even... present in-laws or yeah. even your uh, relatives, uh, uh, your spouse's relatives, I think you over the holidays, you should put on a smile and zip up your mouth. I think it's okay. all about uh, being kind to each other and respecting your partner's family. And, you know, they don't have to be your best friends, but I think everybody has to learn how to coexist. Let's flip it. If you're the parents and you don't like the person that your child is dating or married to, is it the same rule? You should Absolutely. Zip it? You, you, you zip your mouth. If they're in a relationship... Now, we're talking about relationships. We're not talking about just a casual date. Because certainly if somebody's gone out a couple of times and they bring them home, and, uh, you know, whether you like them or not, it's probably not going to matter. They probably won't be around in another couple of months. Well, that's not true. What if it's, you know, a relationship and you've been dating for a year and you bring them home, they they could 
end up being the person oh, you well, marry. Oh, a year is a long time in anybody's life. That's that's a different story. Then it's the same thing. You either have to voice your opinions prior to the to the uh, holiday time to your child or whoever the the person is that uh, you know your your relative uh, and say you know I'm not happy with this young man or young woman, uh, but because you're I love you. We're certainly going to be respectful and there will be no controversy during the weekend or the evening that you're together. But I think all those things should be discussed prior to going to somebody's home. You don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, especially around the holiday time. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. And if you are really not liking each other, then don't go. Don't accept the invitation if you can't be polite. Right. Okay. So... Do you want to give people some gift ideas to give their person they're dating? Uh, you know what? It depends on what he likes. If I was dating somebody really a long time and I knew he was into sports, maybe I would get him tickets to some game that he might like or enjoy. Or maybe a, um, um, what do you call those? T-shirts. Uh, not T-shirts, but they've got the numbers. Uh, you know, jersey? Like the jerseys. Uh, like no, a giant no jersey. No men wear jerseys. Oh, I think they do on Sunday when they're hanging around watching football for eight hours a day maybe um i don't I, date guys who like football so i don't know well you don't <laughs> you don't have to do that but i think a lot of girls do date guys with that uh, enjoy football on sunday um i think uh i don't know i think any kind of food uh all guys i don't think a food is enough for a gift well, I don't think it's about the price. I think it's about what you do with with what you uh, what you give. I think if you make somebody a chocolate cake with with icing, I don't know. I always keep a list in my phone for like people that I'm close to or that I'm dating of things that they like and like then gift ideas. And so then when I'm in this situation, like. I know off the top of my head some things that would work, but I still end up being like, oh, it's so hard. There's so much pressure on a gift. Well, somebody always needs gloves. That's not true. Gloves? I haven't worn gloves scar- since high school. You don't wear gloves in the freezing no. cold weather? No. Oh, I wear gloves all the time. So, you know, you if anybody gives you gloves, you can always give them to me because okay. we have the same hand size. Okay. I know my, my husband loves books and he mm. loves the James Patterson books. So every every year, since James Patterson must have 4,000 different bo- titles, I buy different books that he comes out with or uh, uh, Tom Clancy comes out with books. Um, cute. They, they are always, you know, they're authors that people like and I think that's always fun because people enjoy them yeah um or if I, you're a foodie i feel like a food tour a food t- oh fun. that would be really fun you know that murray's downtown in new york has the, the best cheese, cheese. oh i love I that, that one and they do classes there so that's also fun right. to give uh somebody a uh, you know a lesson in uh in how the cheeses pair with the wines with the olive oil i mean all those things are great fun yeah that is actually cool um I, you know what? I think, Kimmy, it's just the thought. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever the monetary no. amount. I think it's the thought you put in. And uh, if you put enough thought in, uh, the gift will be well received. So should we get into questions? That's it. All right. Good. Any advice for someone who's never dated anyone before at all? Go see a shrink. <laughs> I, I, I think if you've never dated anybody in all the time from being a teenager on, and then you finally, I don't know, 
when they met somebody that they now want to date, I think you have some kind of issues. uh, And you have to think about that and maybe talk to a parent or talk to a close friend and find out why you're hesitating uh, to have a relationship. Um, I don't know that I would just rip the bandaid off and go on a date. Well, maybe they can't. Some people can't. Uh, it's, it reminds me of that Sheldon from... Uh, right. te- Big from, Bang. Exactly. Some people have issues uh, that they just can't have a personal relationship of any sort. So I think that needs to be uh, talked about with somebody who's either a professional or a close family friend. And uh, if it's just from being shy and being young, then eventually you'll grow out of it. And, and perhaps in your 20s, you'll you'll find the right person and you'll want to go out on a date and and uh, pursue a relationship and if you want to go out on a date and you're just nervous about like what will I say or whatever I think you just like no one's good at something the first time they do things it's all about practice so I wouldn't put that high pressure expectation on yourself and don't worry about it because the other person is just as nervous yes okay Someone said, I'm raising two boys, 14 and 16. What advice do you have for parents trying to raise gentlemen in this day and age? Well, that all starts at home, and that's a very good question. I think gentlemen and and women uh, who have respect for their uh, male counterparts all see it from their families. And if it's uh, if respect is at the home, then the children will see it as well. Uh, I still think it's nice to open a car door for a lady if you're if you're going out on a date. I think it's still uh, nice for a woman to say thank you uh, if someone pays for dinner for them. Um, I th- I think basic uh, etiquette still is very important. But you know what? It uh, it's, it's raising people today is very difficult because they see so many mixed messages on the screen and on their phones. So try the best you can and that's all you can do. Was it easier finding real love back in the day? Back in what day? Your day. The prehistoric times? <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's ever easy to find true love. I think people. Uh, it was simpler because we we didn't have distractions from the phone and <clears throat> perhaps from so many different. Um, uh, we didn't analyze our relationships to the extent that uh, the young people do today because we just didn't think about it. And uh, we also believed in younger marriages and younger relationships. Uh, people in their late twenties were considered old. Uh, uh, maids or the guys weren't ever going to get married. So it was a very different social norms in the 50s and 60s uh, and certainly 40s. Um, But love is love. And if you're going to find it, you'll find it no matter what generation you're in. And sometimes there's more than one love. You don't have to be in love only once in your life. Um, So uh, don't be sad if if a love goes away and there'll always be another one. Maybe not the same type, but they will definitely come about. Yes. I've been in love 455 times. So. Well, I don't know if that's love. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's sort of like puppy Infatuation. love. Infatuation. No, and it's puppy love. I think when, you, when you're in your early... Love twi- has to be requited. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or, or maybe you have to suffer a little before you realize what really love is. But I think it shouldn't be made into something that's so difficult. It, it really isn't. And nobody is Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, I think we're, we're, we're imagining a fantasy. Love is, is uh, a lot of work. 
and uh, you have to uh, like the person and then go forward. Okay. Somebody wrote, how can I be a happier person? Well, they they firstly have to look in the mirror and smile a little and not think the weight of the world is all on them. Uh, I know plenty of people who were always, they were obsessed with uh, clean water, clean air, uh, whether they were, the world was going to come to an end uh, with uh, uh, the advent of the computer. I mean, you know what? We have to lighten up, be a little kind to ourselves. Uh, just, you know what? Go out, have a have an ice cream cone, look at the sky and the sun and say it's a great day. Okay, next. How do you know if you've met the one? Well, if you've met the one, you should, uh, like we've discussed so many times, you should feel uh, anticipation that you're you're looking forward to seeing them. Uh, I, I don't think there's such thing though as the one as we just said. Well, there I think are multiple there, of the ones. Well, there could be multiple of the ones, but not all at one time. So I think if you're enjoying uh, your relationship with somebody and you really have a deep. Um, like and, and you have a sexual um, relationship with them that you feel is wonderful and you're willing to build a relationship, that's the one for right now. If that's the one that's going to be forever, right. that's fine. How do you know it's the one forever is really is the question. I think you have to make up your mind that this is it. I'm not going to look any further. Mm -hmm. This is where I want to be and uh, I, I'm going to make a commitment and it has to be reciprocal. Both people have to want the same thing. If one wants a relationship that's going to be forever and the other wants to go out and, and see other people or is busy with his career or her career, then it's not going to be the one. So yeah. then you're going to have, you know, somebody's going to end up crying. So you have to sort of gauge it. You've got to see if you're all on the same path. And that's difficult. It's not easy, but everybody does it. I mean, it's been happening since the, the um, Adam met Eve. You make a commitment and you stick with it and hopefully you've made the right commitment. You made the wrong commitment, you get divorced. My daughter is 27 and a nurse. She's smart, funny, and beautiful, but she's very picky. What advice would you give her? Well, I think she sounds great. Uh, everybody is picky. Everybody wants... Uh, you know what I was just saying and another question that was asked everybody wants perfection but I think what happens is as you become if she's 27 she's certainly grown up a little she's seen some pretty scary things I'm sure being a nurse in recent days and I think you have to realize you know what I want happiness I want a life of my own I want to do what I you know perhaps I want to have a family um let me look for somebody who wants the same things. I think a lot of it is wanting the same things in life. Mm -hmm. If you're not at the same place at the, at the same, same time. time, you'll never be happy. And the truth is, you it could be the most wonderful person in the world, but if you're not really, you're, if your stars are not aligned, it just won't happen. So uh, look for somebody who's really looking for the same things as you are. And you have to be a little realistic. It's not all fairy tales. The people who have the best relationships are very, very down to earth. They're not seeking fantasies. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. What do you think of a 13-year age gap? Uh, between a man and a woman? Is the man older, younger? 
I don't. I don't. I, know. I I really don't think age matters. Uh, I mean, unless you're 12 years old. But if somebody's a consenting adult and they're over 21, if somebody wants to go out with an older person, fine. Uh, I think that uh, it really doesn't matter because some people who are older act younger, uh, and some people who are young uh, are very mature. Uh, I think it all depends where you are in your life. And but what if it's a 25 year age gap? You know, then I feel like there's. Well, that that's that I don't think is good uh, when you're young. I think that's much too much of an age gap. If you're over fifty and you're going out with a seventy-five-year-old, you know what? That's all right. You're not having children anyway. I think a lot has to do where you are in um, the rela- uh, where you are in your relationship. If you're just starting out and you're in your twenties and there's a big age gap, uh, that has to be thought about because uh, uh, for children or for a future family of any sort, uh, you have to get get that all out uh, to see what you both want. Uh, but uh, age is only a number. So uh, don't worry about it too much. Grandma advice is gold. I'm a 33-year-old anesthesiologist. How many dates before I should sleep with a man? Well, firstly, thir- you're 33. Uh, so I guess this is not your first time of having sex with somebody, uh, and you're certainly bright. Uh, so, uh, you'll know if you, uh, to me, it would never be the first night to sleep with somebody. Uh, I would have to know somebody for a few dates or whatever, um, uh, before I would go to bed with somebody. But you know what, if you have a mad, fabulous crush on somebody and he says, let's hook up, I guess, you could do it. You're you're an adult. You're not a child. So uh, I have complete confidence in uh, your ability to choose, make the right decision. Yeah. I don't think there's a right or a wrong, except for I feel like not date one. Okay. We have a bunch more, but uh, we will answer those on our next episode. Kim, that was a great sequence. I, I thought it was fun. And uh, we're always here to answer any questions. And of course, we're not psychiatrists. So take all our advice with a grain of salt. Yes. Thank you guys for writing in your questions. A lot of them came from TikTok. So if you guys want to just comment questions you have for us on any of our videos, we will always get to those. We're going to also answer some of these in TikTok videos as well. Okay, that was a fun solo episode. We have so many fun guests coming up in the next few weeks. So So I hope you join us.